you And when I defang the viper Trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere Jeff, I already put you out I don't even know why you're out here right now Keep on talking Hey, hey, hey do me a favor Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting And you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew And Mustafa, you out here A boy of one man And I'm gonna tell you what you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Shoe Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Afis, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to recap the gold standard NXT and the Great American Bash. So this week, it was week one of the Great American Bash. Uh, they're going to do a week two coming up here on Wednesday. Um, and yeah, going head-to-head with AEW's Fighter Fest. It's also a two-night event, so the ratings war is on. Uh, both of them going at it with these two-night events. Uh, the real winners here are the wrestling fans getting this level of wrestling, these pay-per-view style shows on free TV. Again, from a business standpoint, I talked about a little bit on the AEW Fighter Fest recap it's it's crazy to me that they're giving this away essentially on free tv where it could have been you know a pay-per-view for both of these shows yeah. but you know hey as a fan i love it I'm i think it's this. great this is what happens when you're in the wednesday night wars man this is them responding yeah. to aew that's great that's great and then even the set so on the set we had the two cars the the the, it was like a sports car and a classic car on on either side of the ring there they decked it out real nice in the red white and blue uh just a fun atmosphere man for for great american bash here um yeah man just a fun show and uh we're gonna have some fun with this recording too because we're gonna be bringing up uh dave Meltzer's ratings for some of these matches because devin had some strong reactions to some of these scores. I don't know the actual ratings of all of these, so um, you know you'll be getting my reaction <laughs> to these. But from what I'm getting from Devin, this will I be can fun. already tell this is going to be really interesting be to talk about. This so I, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to this. It will. Depending how this goes, we might just include this into our regular format for future pay-per-views. <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm down for it, man. I'm down for it because again, when you Pre pre recording this all, you know, he briefly brought it up, and you know, just the the, the growls. Like I've I've heard Devin get you know frustrated, <laughs> and upset before, but man, this was like those like guttural, just just anger that I could feel, you know, from from here. So I was like, wow, we we shouldn't even talk about it. Let's just go no, straight no, into no. recording and just bring it up here. So. This will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I can't believe I actually did a growl. I was like, Rawr! yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. I did it <laughs> just like exactly that. What it was, right, right, man. Because I, I, I just couldn't believe. I'm looking at one score. We're like, you gave this one score higher than the other. I'm like, all right. Well, all right. hey, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. But first uh, match of the night was the fatal four. Well, not fatal four. It was an elimination actually. Uh, four way matchup. 
to see who was going to be the new number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. It was Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim versus the Poison Pixie herself, Candice LeRae. Uh, great matchup overall, man. These You hear the applause in the background from Devin. I, I had to. I had to. There it is. Oh there it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, these four women, they just, they did, they do what they do. We talk about the NXT women's division all the time. They are, it is the best women's division in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Just so competitive. I mean, in a matchup where you don't have Rhea Ripley, where you don't have Io Shirai, where, you know, there's a couple other people, Raquel Gonzalez, who are not in it. And you still have just an amazing matchup because, of course, you got Candice LeRae in there, who's, you know, perennial contender all the time. Um, Mia Yim, who's just, you know, a veteran in the game, but still just going strong. And you, you've got this feud, this rivalry that's continuing on with Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai in the midst of this. And they're both just future champions waiting to happen. You could just feel it. Like, all four of these women, man, it, it was just, it was a treat to see them, to see them compete like this. Oh, hell yeah, man. I enjoyed this. Like, like I enjoyed this match by the ladies. And you you damn right you said it, man. Match of the night. That's that's what it was for me. Like, when when they all started off, it was great. But when they got down to the final two between Ting and Knox and Dakota Kai, they, they took it to another level right there. Uh, and, and hats off to Tegan Knox and, and Dakota Kai, especially Dakota Kai, man. You know, she she was definitely looking good, and I love her storytelling in the match as well. Yeah, man. I mean, they the, the feud here, you know, between those two, between Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, it's been going on for a long time now. Mm. You know, they were a tag team, you know, team kick, and then uh, D- Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox um, at the War Games event. And ever since then, it's just been this back and forth rivalry. They had a cage match. Raquel Gonzalez has gotten in the mix with this feud as well. And yeah, to see it kind of take the next chapter within this number one contenders matchup was great. Um, I wasn't sure where they were going to go with um, who the winner was going to be. You know, I think during the matchup, it was even hard to really root for just one of them because I felt like all four of them, you could make a case for them being the next number one contender. Um, but you know, when, uh, when Candace LeRae, cause she got eliminated first when she went, I was like, wow, okay. So Candace is gone. Like that just, yeah. and, and you know, the match keeps going, it's elimination. I'm just like, wow. Like where I was shocked, you know, I was, I was shocked, but not like she and it was kind of quick. That's why I was kind of surprised too. She was the first one, but I want to say maybe within 10 minutes of the match, yeah, maybe around that 10 minute mark, that's when she was eliminated. Yeah, yeah, the timing, you know, felt fine. It was just like I think seeing any of them get pinned and gone from this scenario was gonna be. I think I was gonna have that reaction no matter what. Like if Tegan Knox would have been pinned, I'd be like, "What? What? What's going on?" You know, me and Yim gets pinned. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I think if anyone, I feel like Dakota Kai was the one that kind of stood out the most because she had actually said, "Hey, Eo, I'm coming for you." So she kind of put herself at the top when it comes to who potentially would win this, but. I wasn't thinking that when I when I while I was watching it, like, oh, it's gonna be Dakota Kai. I was thinking, man, all four of these women, like any one of them can win. So yeah, seeing Candace go first, I was like, oh boy, like all right, we're now it's happening. We're starting to eliminate people. Um and then Mia Yim got eliminated by Dakota Kai, and that was crazy too. And then you that like we said, we had the matchup then between the, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, and again with their rivalry, like it was just so cool to see that play out. Um, and in the end, I mean, Tegan Knox, she ended up yeah. doing it. You know, she, oh, she got man. the victory. 
Um, we've made the comparisons between her and Becky Lynch, and you yeah. know this is this is one of those steps you know that you can take towards being like that you know star. Like I feel like she's already you know to me like she's she's already a star, but like to to the viewing public to win a matchup like this, it kind of helps propel her a little bit more. So just great great overall matchup, great showing from her and everyone involved. Yeah, man, I definitely agree. Like Tegan Knox, you know, you know, to the casual fan, that's a star in the making. To us, like you said, she's already a star because we saw that. Like we we made that comparison to like she's on that same roadmap. It's like for Becky Lynch when Becky Lynch was in NXT. Like you just saw that she she had that fire same way as Tegan Knox. And man, and you know, and I love her wrestling, man. Just she does like the choke slam, or she does the 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 striking, the shining wizard finisher. It's a great the finisher. volley go round. Oh yes, <laughs> that. Oh my god, man. So, and I, I'm just curious now, like how they're gonna do this run for her now. So since she's basically the next woman up now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if maybe they hold off on it. You know, and just hold her as the number one contender, but then have EO have another matchup, you know, with someone else beforehand. Right. Or if you go straight into it, I, I don't know. Because Dakota Kai definitely did call out EO Shirai, so so there could be something there where, you know, Dakota Kai somehow, you know, politics her way into an opportunity. And then, you know, Tegan fights the winner of those two, let's say. Um there's so many ways that they can go with this, but you know, Tegan definitely, I can see um, her matchup with whoever is the champion at that time. It will be a lot of fun. Um, if she goes against Io Shirai, my, my, uh, my thought is that she probably loses the, the first opportunity that she gets, but she has a great showing. Um, if somehow Dakota Kai ended up becoming champion and then she goes against Dakota Kai, oh, oh my god, that would be crazy too. And I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know what they would do. <laughs> like, would just, that could really go either way. Yeah, because um, they have so, history though, and you know, yeah. it just it would just be a great match for a good story right there. Yeah. So yeah, just just so many uh, possibilities coming out of this matchup. Um, we did see later on Mia Yim and Candice LeRae got into it um, in the back. You know they were they were brawling in the in the locker room area, and that's leading into night two of the Great American Bash, where we're going to see them in a street fight against each other. So that'll be a lot of fun. That should be crazy good, uh, a crazy good matchup in itself in and of itself as well. So looking forward to that a lot. Um, anything else on this uh, this uh, four way matchup before we move ahead? No, nah, man, that was pretty much it. Like you know, that was matching the night that uh, fatal four way elimination match, and hats off to Tinker Knox. Definitely, definitely matching the night in my books. Definitely. Um, all right, we had an interview in the back with <laughs> Damian Priest, the face Damian Priest, baby face Damian Priest, um, with Mackenzie Mitchell uh, talking to Cameron Grimes, uh, challenging him to a match. Um, how you feeling about Damian Priest as a face man? Like, what, what's what's your thoughts with with this promo? He got some work to do, brother. <laughs> he got some work to do because Cameron Cameron Grimes straight played that dude. Oh, he got him, man. He was easy work for the promo when he responded because he mocked him in his own cadence. So I was like, don't do that because we do that. <laughs> and I, I was like, this is oh, over already. Oh, man. So we even got started, man. This is not oh, fair, baby. Oh. See? 
They they did that to themselves, man. They did that to themselves. We called it that. <laughs> when it comes to promos, Cameron Grimes is gonna torch Damian Priest. Like this is this is not fair. Like they they need to just stop that. Cameron Grimes just need, just go ahead and have this match. Have just do it, get it over with, and move on. Like just keep them away from each other because from a promo standpoint. It's it's just it's silly. It's silly looking at the two of them being being in a, in a matchup against each other. Cameron Grimes is just so far ahead of him when it comes to his character, like just so far ahead, and it's crazy. Because I mean, in terms of NXT, you know, time because I don't know how long they both you know respectively have been in wrestling, but in NXT they've been around the, about the same time. I want to say is when they both uh, came on the scene, and to see Cameron Grimes growth as a character it's just crazy like he's just i didn't like him at first i did not like right him. me neither me neither you know just like all right cameron grimes whatever in the breakout tournament he was he was so so he was okay oh, kofi stunt move right oh yeah his finisher <laughs> killing us for that definitely but now it's just like yeah he's entertaining like he's just fun to watch and with damian priest man like we've always i mean you for sure have always backed him in terms of the in-ring wrestling and for me you know it took me a second to come around to that but i did but the character was always an issue and for both of us i would say the character's always been an issue and so it's just it, it doesn't get helped by the face character especially if you think about all the terrible things that that cameron grimes had done to keith lee to finn balor and then I'm supposed to feel bad for him because his tires got slashed and Cameron Grimes, of all people, is punching him. What? This same dude that took a nightstick to Finn Balor's back and took a and that same uh, baton or whatever it was to Keith Lee on a sneak attack? Now I'm supposed to feel bad for that dude? No. No. You get what you deserve. You, you had this coming, dude. Like, you had it coming. Now that is unbelievable. Right. <laughs> just logically, no one is going to give a damn about him being, you know, just, just targeted by somebody when that's all he ever did to people. So, yeah, man, just it's it's going to be a tough go for, for Damian Priest for sure. And, yeah, this this feud with Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes is killing him, man. He's he is, just killing man. him. He's making him look silly, man. I think <laughs> did he, he faced him uh, before, I think before the American Bash had a match. And uh, and he beat him, but even though you know Damian Priest was selling the ribs, he had his ribs all taped up. But you know, it's it, it was still a good match from more. It was a camera. smart. It was a smart victory for it Cameron was. Grimes. It was. I, I'm it sorry, was. I had to give him it, that. And he looked so confident when he was done, had to, <laughs> showing the peace sign, like woo. And then the way he was talking backstage the following week, yep. you know, he was like, "I'm not worried about." You know, Damien Priest, you know, yep. you see me, I'm on the road, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm thinking I'm worried about him living forever. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, really? You really had to go there, Cameron Grimes? Oh, I lost man. it, man. I lost it when he mocked yeah. him like that. I'm yeah, like, when he mocked his voice in this, this case, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh no, don't do that. Bad, right? Stop, don't. <laughs> <laughs> It's over with. It's just so over. Man, like, don't end this man career like this. Don't do it. <laughs> Come on, Triple H. You need to pivot, bro. Right. <laughs> it's like certain people, they just shouldn't, you know, you, you, just, you just can't do that. You can't have them, you know, go up against someone who just on the mic and just his character is just so well developed like that versus yes. his own. Like, I remember, like, John Cena and Roman Reigns. When they had their promo battle, and John Cena was like, it's a promo, kid. You got to learn to do these. 
<laughs> it was like, oh no, what just happened? You can't do that to him. Yeah. They're trying to build him as a superstar, and you calling him out like this in front of the world. Like, wow. And there's no recovery. Like, for me, it's just oh. like, if Roman doesn't, right in that very moment, come up with something really slick to say, like, it's a wrap. And sure enough, he couldn't. No. Like, well, this storyline's over. He like, reverted to cursing, are you little bitch? Yeah. <laughs> bitch. It's like, huh? That's it? Oh. Oh, man. All right. Jonathan was like, got him. <laughs> okay, what happens in the match? I won. I won. Right. Oh man, it's the same thing here. It's like just Cameron Crimes making fun of this dude's cadence right there. Like, if, if there's nothing, there's nothing Damian Priest can do to come back. He just nothing. he can't. He can't. Even if he wins the match, which he probably will, it doesn't even matter. His promos is already bland when he was a heel. So yeah, now it makes it worse because he's a face, and now you're yeah. going to like you said, he got to go against Cameron Grimes on a mic as a heel. No, that's not fair. That's you're not saying fair. the deck against Damian <laughs> Priest, man. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing this? To Somebody him? don't like him. Seriously, they're like, all right, we're, we're gonna finish you, man. We're yeah. gonna go ahead and put you in this man's Grimes. career. Wow, wow, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's uh, that matchup. I think is on night two. We're gonna see Cameron Grimes uh, versus Damian Priest. Um, and again, I'm I'm anticipating Damian Priest is gonna win this match. But oh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. the damage has been done. Yeah, the damage. damage has been done. Hopefully, the best thing that can happen to him is that this feud is over with immediately. That he has a feud with someone who just doesn't do any promo work whatsoever. That all they do is wrestle. So that would be the best thing to have happen to him. You know, Killian Dane, maybe, Dane, maybe for Timothy, instance, Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> you know what? That might be. Right. That might be it. That might be it. That's what he Which, need, man. Timothy Thatcher, man, because you know he's not good at promos. No, but he's no. he's amazing in the ring. Well, and and but what if Timothy Thatcher? Gets just destroys him in promo. Like what? What if they're going back and forth, and all of a sudden somebody Thatcher just then God help us all, bro. <laughs> if Timothy Thatcher can burn you on a the mic, <laughs> then that's, like, something's wrong with that. Right. Something's wrong with that picture now. And you're done. Right. Right. <laughs> Timothy you Thatcher's are... killing you on promos now, bro. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh man well speaking of timothy thatcher uh he was the next match right after this this promo that we saw it was timothy thatcher versus oni lorkin and you mentioned it in terms of his, his promo work versus in ring like promos uh he leaves something to be desired but in ring yeah this dude i mean oh my god so you know for me in when he was first teamed up with riddle you know, I felt like we weren't really getting to see the full range of what he's able to do. And that matchup that he had one-on-one with Riddle started to really show, you know, that mat wrestling, that like really tough, uh, tough as nails type style that he had. And, and and someone that always came up for me when I was thinking about what he could be was Oni Lorcan. Like a guy like Oni Lorcan, who's just like tough guy, no BS, no frills, just work stiff and, and just like tough dude and seeing this matchup i'm like wow this is perfect for timothy thatcher because yeah his style with only lorkin style just meshes so well yes yeah he out and, he out wrestled that dude like he outmanned him it was just yeah. he was just more tough yeah <laughs> but but in a interesting way though only lorkin i felt still looked amazing oh, in this did. matchup he did 
you know, so you're right that Timothy Thatcher did one up him and did look better than only Lorkin by the end of it. But Ori Lorkin looked great too. So, you know, kudos, kudos to, to both guys on this one. Now, real quick, so um we did say we were gonna bring up uh, Meltzer's scores as we went along. So can you bring up the 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 scores for this matchup and the previous one? So Orny Lorkin and Timothy Thatcher. We got three and a half stars. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. And then, all right. So this is based out of five. So what would you think for a match of the night? What would you What would you give for for the opening for the opening match? Oh, oh yeah, opening match. What would you give it? Oh, what would you call uh, a match of the night? Man, I mean, at minimum, I'm giving that match four out of five. <laughs> You're not even close, bro. Okay, three and a half. Three. Keep on going. Keep on going a little bit lower. You're almost there. No, I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna disrespect that match like that. No way. I can't. Two, I can't. Two two point seven five. It didn't even get three stars, bro. That's the one I was like, that was the growl. That was the growl. Really? When I saw that, I was like, what? Yeah, that's that's. I don't know, man. Like. like Higher than the Orny Lorcan and Timothy Thatcher. Wait, so let me make sure I'm hearing this right because you're saying the the, the four way match was two point seven five, right? Yes. And then the Orny Lorcan and Timothy Thatcher match was rated what? Three and a half, man. Three point. So the five. so the okay. So because the, that matchup, the Orny Lorcan Timothy Thatcher match had a higher rating than the women's matchup. Yes. Okay. Because um, I thought I heard, just heard you say the reverse, so I just wanted oh, to make no, sure no, I no, was no, hearing no, that right. No. All right, um, yeah, I mean, for okay, so you know, watching these matches, it's it's all going to be opinion based, right? Like if everyone's entitled to their own opinion. You know, if you think that the Oni Larkin Timothy Thatcher match was better than the four way women's matchup, you know, to each their own. That's fine. The issue that I have though is the that score is really low for that matchup. You know, and even if you wanted to say, okay, Oni Lorkin, Timothy Thatcher, they get, you know, 3.75 and you're going to give 3.5 to the women's matchup, you know, uh, okay, so be it. I'm still thinking those scores are low, but whatever. But to say two, like, not even three stars, like, because that's... discrepancy between the two is... is, That's a lot. That's a lot. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, you know, you, you... Take it with a grain of salt. Like I said, everybody, it's, it's their own opinion. But, you know, for for me, that matchup, at the lowest, I could see giving that match maybe a three and a half. But, you know, I just enjoyed it so much. And the, the, the people, the wrestlers we had involved in that match and the level of wrestling in it, it was it was worth more than that. Definitely well worth more than that. So I don't know what he was watching. Uh, yeah, man. So... Yeah, that that was the match that I had my growl moment right there when I saw the rating, you know. Okay. I you know, I, I don't care for this man's opinion right or wrong. It's just it's just sometimes I, I get frustrated of how how a certain match he sees and give it such a low rating, like you said, man, for like the the fatal four way between the ladies when they did all good work and just to lay a 2.75 i'm like really you know you're this uh, 
you know. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 pretty respected in the in the industry, you know. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people just you know they take they take it with a grain of salt, you know. Like that's his opinion. Like it's not gospel. He's not the authority on what's good and bad in wrestling, you know. So when I usually hear his ratings, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's fine. That's that's a little. Sometimes it's like the cherry on top. If I if I really loved a match and he's giving it a five star or or something like that, it's like, all right, cool. Um, if he doesn't like a match that I loved, it's just like, all right, whatever. I mean, you know, again, it's it's opinion. You know, I talk to people all the time that, you know, they different opinion. on. We talk all the time about differing opinions of, of, of certain matches. We so, do. you know, it is what it is, you know, to, to each their own. But, you know, at the same time, just to, to debate it a little bit, you know, when it comes to his scores versus what I think. Like, you know, for me saying two point, like less than three stars on this matchup. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious, like, how he's grading the match. Like, did he, what he thought didn't work in the matchup. Like, um, that would be cool to look into for, for Meltzer's scores. Even see, like, is there, like, an explanation of some of those uh, scores? Or if it's just like, hey, this is a score and that's it. Um, you know, I'm curious. But, you know, overall for me, I mean, again, the the level of, of um, the skill level of everybody involved, they were sharp, there weren't botches, you know, there were some... It was one scary moment in that matchup where I think it was uh, Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai on the outside and and uh, Dakota Kai. I think she was supposed to hit the apron, but instead of landing on the apron, she landed on the outside. So that was like the only thing where you could say, okay, there was a little bit of a mistake here, but they they worked it so smoothly that you know it it was fine. Like we've seen way more egregious issues or mistakes. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. That just seems like a little bit of a of a tough score. But again, teach their own. I mean, I know you had a strong reaction to it. Yeah, before I was him, like, but, you know, for me, it was like, eh, you know, it is what it is. You know, I just see when I see good work and you know somebody, I'm like, ah, uh, somebody just. I, I guess I just appreciate it better than he does at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But we'll, hey, we'll we'll bring it up again. Let's see. Maybe maybe it'll piss me off with something <laughs> later on too. I don't know. I just don't usually have a super strong reaction one way or another to to Meltzer. It's just like, all right, it's more information, and you know, I I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and listen to a lot of other people's opinions, and it's it's kind of interesting to get other takes and get someone else's perspective because you know we're all human. You know, we maybe we yeah. miss something or whatever, but um, sometimes too like. When you when you see it one way, you like something, and other people don't like it. It's like, all right, whatever. I'm just gonna like what I like, and you know, I don't need other people to like it just for me to to think it was good. You know, Meltzer thinks it wasn't a great match. I, okay, that's fine. But I thought it was awesome. I thought it was the match of the night. So there you go. <laughs> that's just how, and that's just how it is. And his score isn't gonna change that for me one bit. So just how I feel. Um, cool, cool. So yeah, this matchup: Timothy Thatcher, Only Lorkin. Uh, Thatcher ended up getting the win via submission. And yeah, man, just his style of wrestling, just that tough, just again stiff, just classic, almost classic style wrestling, yeah. going after the joints and you know really trying to. It, I really want to see him versus uh, Pete Dunne. Like, I feel like oh, that matchup because is, Pete Dunne is the one. That's the guy Pete Dunne yes. brought in. Yes, hell yeah. That there's history there. There's a story there, and the, t- the their styles of wrestling I think would would match up really well together. Most definitely. 
joint manipulation, submission, Thatch is that as Thatch can wrestling. Like, let's go, man. Let's <laughs> let's book that match. As soon as Pete Dunn can travel, let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, that's a great idea right there. I would love to see that, man. Just to like if you saw when he Lorcan and uh Thatch will go at it for grappling, just wait until these two grapple, man. <laughs> man, it'll probably be on a whole nother level right here. It'll probably how you be seeing two animes or you know in their higher power forms and they're just disappearing they're all you know you you just hear the the noises and their shadows moving it'll probably be something like that (laughs) i compare it to when they're grappling (laughs) Uh (laughs) yeah man so we it's it's gonna be seen for the for the future of uh timothy thatcher you know do they go that route uh as soon as pete dunn is able to travel do we see him versus Damian Priest after the Cameron Grimes feud. Um, there's 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 matches to be made here, man. I think it's this is kind of right in itself. So we'll see where where we go from here. Um, Karrion Cross had a promo video. Um, he ad- was addressing not directly, but in general, entitled individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, we can all assume Adam Cole. It's one of the people. He's. I think they even showed it during the video. His his picture they they, they showed in the video. They so, did show Adam you know, Cole's image, but he wasn't the last image they were shown. Keith Lee was also there. Yes, um, he was the last. So image. we'll we'll discuss this because you know we'll we'll do a um, a final prediction on this this championship matchup that we're going to see in night two. Um, but I yeah I I think that's just something to note when we go into that that prediction. But yeah, this is. He's calling people out. Um, Scarlet also is saying the brand is going to be defined by suffering. And yeah, time is almost up. So we are heading to a collision of some sort. But carrying cross versus who? Um, I think that's still up for debate. But yeah, man, something is is, is on its way for sure. Karen Cross. That I, I love how he has that different side. How he, you know, he puts on the suit. He <laughs> crazy he like that Hitman uh, game. Yeah, he puts on that suit with the red. He was tie. clean, man. He looked. Yeah, clean. he was. He, he looks stupid clean, bro. And I, by the way, I love his freaking entrance, man. Oh, I can't yeah. get enough of that. You know, he came out for Bronson Reed and see all the the smoke, and you know, Scarlett Bordeaux comes out lip syncing the words and you just see, see him getting more amped up amped up as the chorus comes in and the drums oh i love it all i love it all man so yeah can't wait yeah. for more of uh carrying cross yeah it's it's right now it's my favorite entrance in nxt oh. for sure like hands down it's just i get so hyped up and i just this uh, the last time when he when he um did the entrance the crowd wasn't as apparent like they just kind of let the entrance happen and i was like okay cool Cool. Like this, it, it really bothered me, you know. At the in your house, they were off, you know. Uh, they were right. trying to hype it, but it just felt like you. They, no, don't do that. No, just, just let the song the do hell thing, up. and yeah, just just shut up and let it breathe and let it let it you know live on its own. So um, yeah, man, the the match against Bronson Reed, I thought okay, this felt like what I what I usually enjoy. So was happy about that. Um, all right, so the next matchup was the handicap match. This matchup was something else. So Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah and Robert Stone. So in the, the stipulation here was if Robert Stone and Aaliyah were victorious, Rhea Ripley had to join the Robert Stone brand. Now, at no point during this matchup did I feel like <laughs> Rhea Ripley was about to join the Robert Stone brand. I think it could have been entertaining, but 
I just never feared it, you know, for... Oh, actually, I take that back. So there was a moment during the matchup. Um, I can't remember specifically what it was, but, you know, in my head, I just let myself kind of, you know, just wonder what it would be like. But then as soon as the match started happening, I'm just like, oh, no, I, there's nothing to worry about. Clearly, there's nothing to worry about. Oh, no. Because Robert Stone, they treated him like he had never wrestled before, that, which bothered me a yep, little bit, but whatever. I can let it go. Yep. Um, and then Aaliyah just, you know, it's just Aaliyah versus Rhea at that point. I'm like, this, this, no, there's no chance. So, um, yeah, this was interesting. But tell, tell us your thoughts, man. What did you think of this matchup? I didn't like the match at all, man. It, it had a great build to it. Like, I understand the stipulation. I, had a gr- I think I had a great stipulation to the match. Like, if Robert Stone and Aaliyah wins, Rhea Ripper be part of the Robert Stone brand, which makes great sense because he was been trying to get Rhea Ripley to join a Robert Stone brand all this time. So, but then when the match start, and immediately when the match start, you saw Robert Stone, like like you said, acting like he didn't know how to wrestle, being more of a comedy act. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this, they're not winning at all. This is a done deal. It felt like this was a complete waste of my time. I was actually looking forward to this match, but it completely took me out of it soon as they went to, to that comedy act. I thought maybe they'll get taken seriously. Aaliyah Robert Stone will show some great chemistry, some wrestling skills, but it was none of that, man. None of wow. that at all. That's interesting. So I wasn't. Um, I'm surprised that you you thought they would take it seriously because yeah. I, I I did for the most part I didn't. There was just that brief moment where in my head I'm like, what if? But <laughs> as soon as soon as it started, and as soon as he started putting on all that that gear, he put on like goggles or whatever. I'm just like, oh no, this this isn't happening. This yeah, isn't man. Happening. Then you re- you removed the veil if you would have made it kept it serious and you just keep that doubt throughout the whole match like you know what there's a chance we really could actually become part of the robert stone brand yeah i guess for me i just you know and i and i hear it in your voice that it was like it was disappointing for you that you you didn't get it taken more seriously mm-hmm. um for me i just was like you know it, it's from the beginning, I didn't really think that it was going to happen, and they had been treating Robert Stone like this comedy act all this time, and then, you know, the match happens, and it's more of the comedy stuff, and even the finish, like, you know, she submitted both of them at the same time, yeah. Just, you know, had both of them in the air with their submission, and I was like, wow, this is... I better never see Aaliyah try to contend <laughs> for any championships ever after this against, like, or at least stay far away from Rhea Ripley because with Robert Stone you had no chance. So yeah, this was this it was a wrap. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't it didn't really. Um, I wasn't upset. I wasn't annoyed. It really, it really didn't bother me. It was just like this is this is what they are. Um, I guess the, the Robert Stone part of it, you know, like I said, it did for a brief moment kind of make me. A little bit feel weird about it that they treated him like he couldn't wrestle like you know because robert stone has been in a, a singles wrestler in other in indies you know i think in impact is where he was before um and so it would be nice in the future to see him be a singles wrestler unless he's choosing not to do that anymore and given what happened here it's gonna be hard for him to to you know make that switch to a singles competitor um but then again, Drake Maverick pissed himself, and here we are with Drake Maverick, you know, being in, you know, Cruiserweight Championship. You never matches. know. 
So right, <laughs> you know, they, they could they could find a way to to you know turn that around somehow in the future. But I mean, it was what it was. It was it was a comedy act, and for for you, it was like upsetting and, and annoying. And for me, it was just like, all right, you know, it wasn't Ray even Ripley upsetting. E. It was G- just a, it was just annoying because I felt like, hey, you're going against another competitor called AEW and they actually care about wrestling. So why would you give me this serve serve me this dog shit right now? Like I didn't. I no, didn't. This is this is this is kind of this is hilarious <laughs> to me because I'm thinking about the tag team matchup for um, what was it? Which which show was that that we just had the the ninjas against uh, <laughs> Viking Raiders and Street Profits? That was a pay per view, right? Was that? Yeah. See, and oh, it's no, crazy because yeah. in my mind, it's like it's, it's going away. Like I, I'm I'm blanking out on exactly when that happened. Like I'm starting to erase that from my mind. Um, it was the last pay-per-view. Yeah, well. Yeah, that was the last pay-per-view. And we, we had that, that joke of a thing happen, you know, and it, it, it was upsetting because it's the tag team championships that were supposed to be on the line, and the Viking Raiders just threw that away. So, you know, that to me, I was like, you know, it made them look stupid for doing that. In this situation here, you know, there wasn't a title on the line. It was, you know, this comedy thing that they had been doing leading up to that um i don't know i feel like if okay let's say this had been for the nxt women's championship oh yeah i'd have a different tone altogether Mm -hmm. like if they had done a handicap match between these two you know and this is what they gave us nah i'd i'd have have torn this match apart but i'm saying it could it had so much potential it could have been done the right way like like let's just say all right this is under aw now I, I i believe Aaliyah and robert stone would have been taken care of well maybe commentary would have gave us a background of robert stone where he came from like he actually can wrestle so he would have uh maybe put on the persona that he can't but he will surprise everyone and and maybe Excalibur would have said well, well this is not actually surprising he actually been part of other wrestling promotions you know just you know, making adding more to the to the match and putting that doubt and letting us know maybe Rhea Ripley could lose, but we didn't get none of that, man. It was just turned into a comedy act, man. You know, and I get it, you know, because this is what WWE does, but I look at NXT as totally separate, man. Like they're yeah. better than this. Yeah, yeah, but then I mean, Aaliyah had never been, you know, like the like. <sighs> So to be honest, Aaliyah was even lucky to get what she got here, you know, unfortunately. Like the way that she had been booked even before this, like she she loses. Like this is just what she does. She loses to everybody. Oh yeah. And I think there's needs to be I don't know, I I think there there there's potential for her to be taken more seriously and with being paired with Robert Stone, make that change and turn in her career to where she's she's now, you know, a legitimate part of the roster and 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 you know could be you know a competitor she could be competitive with people now um but going against rhea ripley so soon after just joining with robert stone who just looked like a homeless person not too long ago i mean it, it's 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 one of those things like i don't know that that what you're saying necessarily works given how this had been built up you know i, th- I feel like the build-up for this led to the the matchup that we got. So the next matchup we had was Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis in a strap match. 
Um, so this uh, this matchup, and again, <laughs> Roderick Strong, man, he's been doing some great work overall. Just you know, selling the fear that he has of Dexter Loomis. Like he has been going through this, uh, you know, PTSD over being put in that trunk. And, you know, the Undisputed Era, they went and got did the therapy sessions with him and, you know, tried to do everything they could to get Roddy back in, to, to his old self again. And, um, yeah, like it was it was a challenge and Roddy was really selling that. And now, you know, he's, he's like ready to take on his fear head on and he's going against Dexter Loomis. And it, it probably the worst way possible for anyone who's afraid of Dexter Loomis to be attached to him right. by this strap. You can't <laughs> go anywhere now. Like, oh, I man. I thought that was hilarious because the week before when they had the match, Roddy couldn't even face him. Right. He took off. He booked running. He Just booked sprinting. running. And then I think, like, William Regal announces, like, the next segment. It was a strap match. I instantly burst out laughing. I'm like, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> that would require a strap match. Yeah. Usually I don't care about strap matches. I think the last strap match I've seen, I think it had to include John Cena and mm. Rusev, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think you're right. And, yeah, and I didn't care about it because usually strap matches are pretty stupid. But this one... You know, for this story, it made a lot of a lot sense. Of sense. Yeah. A lot of sense. I understood the reasons why. And yeah, and, and I enjoyed that part. Yeah, the last one I was thinking about was uh, JBL and Eddie Guerrero. And I think mm. they mentioned this during the strap match, too, that, that matchup. Um, but you're right. Like, I usually don't care about this those matchups. But for some reason, when they announced it for this, I was like, oh, yes, this is this is perfect. <laughs> like, this is a great matchup to have for these two because Roddy keeps running away. And now he can't run away. And just the look yeah. on his face when he finally had the, the strap around his wrist, he was like, oh, no. <laughs> right. I got, I'm trapped. I can't go nowhere. So, yeah. He had man. to gas himself up so he could put the strap on, man. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. It was awesome. So um, talk about this a little bit, man. What did you think of this matchup? Yeah, man. So this match between Dexter Loomis and Roddy was 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 pretty good because I enjoyed how Roddy was just playing to the fear. Even before the match started, he's he's getting ready to put the the, <laughs> the strap on him. But he's telling the ref, like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So he's like pacing back and forth, bouncing off the ropes. He's trying to warm himself up, gas himself up. He's like, all right, all right. And he's getting ready to do He's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so he, he, he finally gets the, the strap on him. And, you know, and then we finally take off. And right away, you see Dexter Loomis immediately overpowered this dude. He was just like whiplashing this dude, carrying, carrying the, uh, the, the strap with him on there, man. Like he was just like a, a feather, man. Uh, but I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, Dexter Loomis with what he was bringing. You know, just him, just being that mystery, that enigma, that whole stare, little little emotion. But that's perfect for him. It works to his character. Uh, but it, it works well. It bounced off as well with Roddy, man. Roddy showing that fear and then showing him, you know. Showing him overcoming the fear as well, too, and part of the story is is what I uh, enjoyed. But I, I like this match, man. It worked well for me. Probably, I would say, maybe my second favorite match. Yeah, man. That's, that's not a bad pick for the second favorite match. Um, 
you know, for me, I really enjoyed the matchup as well. I thought Dexter Loomis just looked like a just a powerhouse man. Like he's just so so intense, you know, yes. just with everything he did, every move, and yeah, the way he just kept, you know, just pulling on uh, Roddy like he would he would just whip the strap and then it would it would fling Roddy like over the, across the ring or over to him and you know it, again it was just it made a lot of sense uh, for these two guys to have this matchup and just I was actually <laughs> when the match first started you know I was thinking to myself wow I feel nervous for Roddy like it, <laughs> yeah. it, inside of me like my heart was racing like I'm just like anticipating Roddy having to go through this matchup with Dexter Loomis. And I could feel myself just feeling anxious for what this was going to look like because I, I just, I know how terrified he is. And for some (laughs) reason I was just like, I let myself just be completely in, in this matchup and feel for, for Roddy. I was like, wow, man, like this, this sucks, man. Like this is just terrible. And like you said, just seeing him like, you know, hesitating to, to just attach this to his arm and, um, you know, just the fear that he had all throughout. I was like, oh, boy, like, I don't know, man. But um, then you saw him just getting more and more confidence. And then he I would say that even though he didn't he was not victorious, he ended up losing the matchup. Um, he he did overcome his fear to a degree because he, he went through the matchup and you know, he, he got some offense in as well and, you know, had a great showing you know against Dexter. But, yeah, Dexter just. He looked like a beast, man. This dude, he's intense. He's intense. And Bobby Fish, you know, he tried. You know, he he, he tried to get in there and help his guy out, but you know, it was it was no, there was nothing saving Roddy on this night. It, know, was. it was it was Dexter's night. It was, man. You you know, Dexter Loomis was was all over Roderick in this match, man. He definitely overpowered in the game, but I I enjoyed, man. Just Roderick, man. Just I probably say this is more focus of the storytelling with Roger instead of just wrestling uh, yeah. I think that's why I got got from this because I, I know what Roger could bring to the ring I think this probably was just some of the uh, good, best storytelling I've seen from him in, in NXT yeah yeah I, I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more so yeah man it was a great matchup great matchup intense matchup shout out to both guys they did a great job um, what was the score on this one now I'm curious what would you like to guess Oh man, I I have no idea because the theme of this seems to be that all the scores are going to be pretty low, um, you know. For like so, a wild guess, there, man. Oh man, um, less than three stars. I'm gonna say like two point five. Ah, uh, two point five. You say, huh? Two point five, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I'm sorry, sir. You're way off. One point five. One point five. What? One point five. It was the second lowest rating. What? Yes. Why? I, That's weird. I don't know, man. I, I just don't. don't I just. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> Again, the Rhea Ripley matchup, it's like, that's not even a match. So if you want to give that a one, fine. Like, it's its not, it wasn't a wrestling match. It was a joke. I don't but know. But this matchup here, like, they took it seriously. There was great storytelling. Yeah, it was. You know, the intensity was there. Like I said, I felt it in my chest. Like, this was, I was nervous for Roddy, man. Yeah, he felt he, bad for Roderick, man. Yeah. Like, you know, you wanted him to see if he can overcome his fear and get, and get a win against Dexter. Like, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to see this, but... I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That's weird. That's weird. That's just that. That yeah. I don't know, man. I don't agree with that at all. Like if if I'm scoring this match up here, I could see 
I could see giving this uh, 3.7. I mean, since we're doing 0.75, you know, I'll say three and a half, you know, just to be, you know, on the, on the, you know, more what I would do. Um, you know, maybe I even this four. was my second favorite match. <laughs> right, right. So, because like you know the the um, the first match, I would say probably like four. You know, it's, for me, it's like four mm-hmm. and five. And then this one, you know, I, I would put it a little bit beneath that. I don't know if it was my second favorite because I'd have to look over this whole thing again to see where I'm at with that. But um, yeah, I could see a three point five. You know, three point five out of five. You know, it was a, it was a good match. I'm not really a fan of strap matches usually, but it made sense here, and oh, it was yeah. intense. I, I, you know, I, again, I felt you know, anxious during the matchup. So, you know, I might even be rating that a little bit low. I mean, it might be closer to a four as well, you know, for this matchup too. So, yeah, it's just weird, man. You said 1.5? 1.5, sir. One. Yeah, no. Point five. He was just feeling a certain type of way when he watched this, man. Like, there was something else going on. Yeah. Maybe he was watching AEW at the same time. Right. And kind of influenced his decision. Like, man, I'm actually watching wrestling here. What is this? Aaliyah Robert Stone versus Rhea Ripley. What is that? Right. Roger Stone at the Texas Women's Strap Match. Who watches strap matches? 1.5. I want to see wrestling. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the score notwithstanding, uh, it was a great matchup, fun match. Um, there was even a spot where Dexter, he saw the trunk of, uh, of one of the other cards and, oh, and, yeah. and teased putting Roddy in that one. And, and there, too, that was another moment where I was just like, <laughs> Oh, no, don't do this. And as soon as I saw the car, I was like, yeah, they're going to use this. Somehow, some way, this is going to play a part in this matchup. And sure enough, when he, when they got up that ramp, I'm like, oh, no. Roddy, you can't run, so I can't say run, Roddy, run. But, you know, I just I just, I just, felt for, I, I felt nervous for him. But, you know, that never went any further than Dexter just opening up the trunk, and that was it. Um, but, yeah, man, fun matchup. Fun matchup. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, all right. So the next thing that happens here, and this is this is this. I guess maybe we should almost save this because it was the promo video for the Adam Cole Keith Let's Lee Let's winner takes it. all. Okay, Let's we'll save, save, that. save, we'll save that. that. That'll be Let's a, save yeah, it. cool. Let's save it. <laughs> cool. So then um, we had. Let's see. It was uh, El Legado del Fantasma. Um, that crew led by Santos Escobar. Um, they were in the ring. And I mean, Escobar was just basically, Escobar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Santos, uh, aka Pablo Escobar, um, over here just being a boss man, like dressed up, just suited to the nines, and yes. you know, his he had his guys flanking him. How'd you how'd you feel this week about just uh, <laughs> the, the uh, what's his name, the Viking um, Wild? There you go, him. Yeah, like, yeah. did you feel like he was less robotic this time? He or? was. He was actually, you know, a uh, little bit. He had a little bit more emotion t- in, in his arms this time. But I noticed that his his expressions, his facial expressions, was a little bit too much on the nose. Hey, I'm a bad guy. Look at me, you know, <laughs> with the whole pouty face. Like, yeah, I got a mean face. Yeah, look at us, <laughs> bad guy. Bad guys. <laughs> Bad guys over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I was I was curious about what you were thinking about him because I, I felt like he wasn't so much uh like the, the, the like he was flexing and you know his hands all like all yeah. stiff and, and yeah, no, he, not like before. he didn't do that as much. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, cool, cool. 
But um, yeah, just you know, he was he was kind of uh, you know laying down you know what it was like about what what his group is about, what he's about. Drake Maverick showed up, and every time I see Drake Maverick, I'm just like, come on, man, like you're not. This is this is a smart. What are you doing? So you know, he went down there and started getting destroyed. But then he did have some backup. Let's see, who was it? Brizongo, that's who it was. So Brizongo came out and they backed up Drake Maverick and saved him from completely getting destroyed again. So this is setting up for night two to be a six six man uh, tag team matchup: Drake Maverick and Brizongo versus uh, the team again, El Legado del Fantasma. So um, yeah, it should be a fun matchup. I mean, I love Briz- uh, Brizongo. You know that team is great. And um, Phantasma, I mean, so far, so good with him. It's just Drake Maverick. I'm not, I don't know. I still feel a certain type of way about him and the, <laughs> the whole story they told, you know, yeah. with him losing his job, but not really losing his job. Uh, so it is what it is, but should be an all right matchup. I mean, it's NXT. It'll be cool, I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know how you made that comparison. I'm going to use that comparison. You know how you talk about Brody Lee and, and, uh, coca banner like he shouldn't be catering to this dude because mm-hmm. this is like the lowest man in a total pole like that's how i feel with drake maverick man like, he just destroyed this dude like a couple of weeks ago on a table i'm like he should be nowhere near trying to touch this uh cruiserweight championship man. right he just move on to someone else you're right when they put him through that table that should have been it yeah like, just, just message sent sir right <laughs> stay far <laughs> far away or this will happen to you again or we'll have to take the next step and do something else you know what i'm saying like just just stay away and yeah no drake maverick just keeps on coming back keeps fighting them mm-hmm. putting up a decent fight you know each time like fighting off three people at once but you know every time he gets the phantasma then you know he just puts the boots to him and that's it um yeah, man, I, I hear you. I hear you. I can't. I can't uh, disagree with that. I feel like he should be far away from the title at this point, and just uh, you know, be working on building himself up on the side. You know, he can have singles matches. He can have you know other rivalries. Just, just not this dude. Not Phantasma, and not for the Cruiserweight Championship. Nah, nah not man. this time. Nah, man. I told you, little guy. No one can touch me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Phantasma is just true gangster, man. Love it. He is, bro. All right, so then we, we're not here at the main event. Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai. Non-title matchup, but amazing matchup to have. A dream matchup for sure. Um, Sasha and Bailey showed up in almost like a classic entrance for Sasha where she was in the car and she's like sitting up at the top of the car uh, for the entrance to her music, which was really cool to see. Um, so love that. Um, seeing her back in NXT was is is kind of surreal too because yeah. you know they're so synonymous both Sasha and Bailey with NXT. Um, this is one of those few times where I really wish that I mean I guess not few times because I, I wish we had the crowd back. Period, especially for NXT. But I I've kind of come to the like acceptance of what we have right now. But seeing that entrance and seeing them back, I was like, man, this is one of those moments that. If they had that NXT crowd, oh, oh boy, that would have been amazing. Right. That would have just been amazing moments. They wouldn't have got booed or it would have been, you don't go here. Right. Chance. <laughs> kind of like, come on, man. Nobody's really booing them. Boo. Yeah, no, no, no. No, they would have gotten a hero's welcome at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. They would have gotten a hero's welcome. Exactly. So, you know. And by the way, man, uh, Bailey was wearing a sweet ass, like, Sasha Banks jacket. Yeah. 
Yeah, she. It was like a like a. It had Sasha all over it. Basically, yeah. it was it was like all Sasha out, man. She was definitely fangirling for Sasha, you know, in this one, which was really cool to see. Um, yeah, man. Just uh, they they just they look like a million bucks the, with the championships and everything, and you know, just just the whole with the sports car and everything. I love the entrance. And then Io Shirai coming out, of course, NXT Women's Champion. She was yes. she was looking awesome too. And then you get them in the ring, and it's just like, wow, this this is happening, you know. Commercial free, also, you know, they made sure to not have any commercials during the main event, which is really a nice touch from them. So thank you WWE, thank you NXT for that one. And uh, yeah, man, they went out and just killed it. You know, they had a great matchup here. This is a matchup where I don't I don't give a damn what Meltzer says. <laughs> I enjoyed myself during this matchup. It was great. They put on a great show. So if you tell me he gave this a one and a half stars, I'm going to just be like, you know what? We're not bringing Meltzer up again on this show because it's No more Metzler on these formats. Seriously, it's just pointless that that, you know, for, for a match like this, it, they definitely deserve better than that. But, um, yeah, just great. I, I want to say this matchup probably went with like 25 minutes or so is what it yeah. felt like. Um they they gave it time to breathe. They went back and forth, um, just so fun. And yeah, Bailey was just she was great. She went to the to the car and was like honking the horn to get the refs to to get sorry Io Shirai's attention, distract her. Yeah. Um, she threw in the belt at one point, and the the referee grabbed that. But then there was a, another belt, and then the the cameo that I didn't see coming, which I felt like I should have seen coming, right. happened, and Asuka <laughs> showed up. Asuka showed up. So not only did we get Sasha and Bailey's return to NXT, but we got Asuka helping Io fight off the, the this team of Sasha and Bailey, man. Like that was amazing too. It made me want to see a tag matchup, by the way. Like I, I kind of want to see them do Instantly. another yeah. yeah. Like let's just make we this might happen. Get a tag match. You never know. Hey, night two, let's do it. Night yeah. two, Great American Bash is surprise okay. matchup. Let, hey, I'm I'm here for that. So, um, yeah, that was a great moment. She hit Sasha with the mist. And um, it, it was so slick, too, because I don't think the referee ever saw the, no, the mist on Sasha's that. face. I love that. The, the, the little things. And I was about to point, at that, point that out, too, because the way they did it, it was great. Because when Sasha Banks got hit with the green mist, she, she stayed. She kind of just collapsed on her stomach. So she's face down. Yep. You see all her hair kind of spread out. So there's no way you can see that she got, you know, missing the face. And yeah. then when she went to the cover, when EO went for the cover, EO, I think, led cover covered her face. So With you still leg. couldn't notice. Yeah. And then by the time she got the count, you see the ref talking about, hey, what the hell? Yep. What's that on your face? What happened? His hands yep. in the air? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, by that time, the match is already over. But it was just so slick. Like, yeah, even the moonsault when it happened, like, Sasha was face down, like you said. Um, there was an initial cover uh, by Io Shirai. And still, the way, like, her hair covered up her face, you couldn't see the mist. So the referee, you, it was believable that the ref would have never seen the mist happen. It was just, like such a, such a just slick, uh, smart uh, use of all of that. Like, Asuka helped her, but then they hit it very well. So love that. Um, yeah, man, just a really fun matchup. Even down to the point where, I mean, EO's got the red hair, Sasha's got the blue hair, it's the Great American Bash, like, it's festive. Just everything about this, man, was just so fun. But then the wrestling, like, the 
just the the skill level of both of these women, man. We had we got everything. We got drop kicks off the top, meteoras, like everything in this matchup. I mean, both of them just at the top of their game just gave us a great show. Uh, it it was so awesome and so worthy of the main event, man. I truly, truly, really did love this matchup. Same here, man. I I I love this match. It was great. EO continues to oppress me I, i'm gonna start calling her like I, I said it before because of her music her theme music reminds me of missy elliott she is really the missy elliott of the wwe or just nxt man because the i think a week before nice. uh sasha sasha banks came out with a segment challenging eo and the way in the way eo responded was so great because it was like a video of her like in all black but eo is sitting upside down or not sitting upside down, she's laying, uh, like kind of like, like down or something. Laying yeah. down, but she's not. But she's looking at the camera upside down though. She's not <laughs> facing the mm. camera straight ahead, looking upside down, talking to talking to Sasha Banks about what she's gonna do and you know why she run NXT. I'm like, bro, this reminds me of Missy Elliott like that that super duper fly video. I'm super duper fly. I like I can't stand the rain. I'm oh like, my oh god. my god, bro. I'm like uh, You're going all the way with this Miskelly comparison. I'm going way back, bro. I'm showing my age right now. I'm showing my age. Oh <laughs> but man. I kid you not, man. She she gives me those vibes, something she just totally she's just something that she's totally unique and different. She is. And and I just love her for that, man. This I think that's why she's gonna be in uh in good hands in the nxt yes yes yeah man she's she's great she's awesome she you know again i one of the things that we both say about her is that you know in terms of best wrestlers like male or female she's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now you know what i'm saying like on it when we were talking about fighter fest kenny omega you know we talked about him as being the best wrestler in the world you know like you have to put Io Shirai in that conversation, you know, like she's just so impressive in any matchup she's in, you know, she's just so impressive. You put her in a cage match and you know what's happening. You know, Io's climbing to the top and she's doing that moonsault because she's just fearless and she has that athleticism and it's just, just perfect. It's perfection whenever she's Genius in there in that the ring. So yeah, man, Shay, she, she has earned that title for sure, man. It's just great. So yeah, just Great matchup, great cameo from Asuka showing up. And, you know, for me, it was really cool, too, because, you know, here and there on the Internet, you'll see or if you look it up and you're looking for like, OK, Io Shirai versus Asuka. In some places, they talk about that they had, had issues with each other um, at yep. one point, you know, and now to see them, you know, like this. And I, there was also like a congratulations from I believe it was from Asuka to Io when when Io won the NXT championship. So they showed that uh, that video, um, you know, after EO had won the championship and now to see this, too, it's like, OK, if anyone had doubts as to whether or not there was there was beef or whatever right now, like, hey, like to see this is it's cool to see like they're they're They work together. You know, they were on the same page. You know, they even posed together at the end there with the belts. It's just a beautiful sight, man. And like that, I just like seeing that. Especially, they have a lot of history. They were an actual tag team together in Japan. Um, so, yeah, just, just if they did have beef, it's it looks like it's squashed for the most part now. So, that's awesome. Um, yeah, man, just, just, just great vibes overall from it this was. match. It was an awesome treat. Most definitely, man. I, I, I definitely can't wait for maybe the the potential tag team between Oscar and EO going against the golden role models. 
<laughs> We're not supposed to call them that, man. Like they said, that's not their name. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I like Michael that name. Cole's name. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't. They, I don't know what they would be called because they wouldn't either be the uh, Boston Hug Connection. Oh no, anymore. that's done. <laughs> right, right. They're, they're. I mean, boss still fixed, but hug like Bailey ain't hugging nobody no more, man. Nah, like she's done with nah, that. She's done with that so. shit. <laughs> she laughing your face. You're trying to get a hug. Right. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, more of this. More of this. Hey, like I said, if they want to surprise us with a tag team match between these two, these two groups here between EO and Oscar and Sasha and Bailey. I'm hey, I'm for it. For it. Make it happen. All right. So that is it for. Th- night one of great american bash but yes. we're not done because night two let's preview it so we, we're gonna have some some interesting matches and there there was a segment on night one that'll that'll play a part in what we talk about with the main event of night two but a couple things we talked about uh, drake maverick and brizongo versus el legato del fantasma so that's gonna be there on night two Mia Yim and Candice LeRae in a street fight is going to happen. Um, we will potentially see Mercedes Martinez, I believe. Uh, she's going to uh, have an in-ring performance. Um, they're, they're touting here, so that should be cool. And then uh, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, uh, they're going to have their matchup, which, you know, Damian Priest, we're both assuming he's going to win, but I think he's already lost. So, you know, that's yeah. that's done. But... The main event, the match that everybody wants to see, that everyone's going to be talking about, mm. is the winner-take-all match, NXT Championship versus North American Championship. Keith Lee, the North American Champion, versus Adam Cole, Bebe, the NXT Champion. All right, so we got to make a prediction on this. Uh, but before we do, let's talk about this video. So... They showed a promo video of, um, you know, to hype it up, to hype up Adam Cole versus Keith Lee. They kind of started out with Keith Lee kind of showcasing, like, you know, his accomplishments and some of the things that he's done overall in NXT. And, you know, he had some great moments, you know, at Survivor Series. Um, He had a great moment with Brock Lesnar and the Rumble. And Adam Cole mentioned that, too. Like, yeah, he, he was great. But then he said none of that happens if... Adam Cole doesn't defend against Daniel Bryan. All if facts. Adam Cole doesn't defend against Seth Rollins, All then facts. we don't get these Keith Lee moments. So when he was leading the charge against um, Raw and SmackDown when they had their, their feuded Survivor Series. And yeah, man, I mean, you can't argue. Like with everything that Adam Cole is saying, you know, Adam Cole is making great points. And Keith Lee has had some great moments overall, too. And um, another big point he made was that, you know, you can't really say that any that too many people had a better year than Keith Lee except for this guy Adam Cole Bebe which I'm like hey man like everything he's saying it, it's factual you can't deny it you can't argue it you know in terms of who had the best year overall clearly it's Adam Cole even though Keith Lee had an amazing year but you know to be North American or to be NXT champion to have all the moments he did on Raw, on SmackDown, at Survivor Series, and in NXT at TakeOvers, you know, TakeOver after TakeOver, he's had a great run. So with all that said, let's let's make these, well, actually, I want to get your thoughts on the video because I know, you mean, you were saying facts, so, and I, I, this is your guy, <laughs> so I want to give you your moment to shine and to uh, talk and to, to, to praise this man, Adam Cole, um, so go for it, man. I love this video because the way they did this edit, 
between Keith Lee and Adam Cole, both giving their own point of views of the the years they had and both, you know, giving each other respect, saying, you know, why Adam Cole, he is a, a, a good wrestler or a great wrestler from Keith Lee mouth. And then Adam Cole to say, like, you know, his his reign has been, I dare say, even legendary. You know, that was his words. But he said it's, it's only is only a few wrestlers who's been having a better year than Keith Lee. It's only, and it's all about Adam Cole, baby. I love, and I love that video, man. It got you pumped up, ready to see these two clash. And I, and, and I'm like, oh man, I'm ready to see these two clash come head to head next week at night two of American Bash, my friend. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I'm getting hyped up even just, just talking about it and thinking about it. And I'm looking at it right now. Background. Oh my god! Hey, I got got it running too, man. It's just like, oh, this is this is gonna be something special. Yep. Now, in terms of prediction, I, I already know. Like, with spoiler alert. Yeah, Devin is a Adam Cole fan. Of oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And there is no way that Devin is picking against Adam Cole. I'm, I'm assuming because last time you did pick against him, I made the mistake. And but you apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Okay. Heartily, I apologize, man. I was I was not in my right mind. I, I'll admit that. I don't know what was going on, you know. A uh, little doubtfulness, you know, just creaked in my in my memory bank, and you know, and then just kind of just spread. But now I've 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 decided to accept the fact that no one can defeat Adam Cole, and then I'm learning to stand my ground on that now. I don't care who his opponent is. So let me ask you this. So it's clear you're picking Adam Cole. Now, how do you see that taking place? Like, like what what do you see it just being purely clean? Like, no interruption? Do you see interruption from the Undisputed Era? Do you see interruption? Because, again, too, Karrion Cross has been mentioning, you know, the Entitled. And we saw Adam Cole. But we also did see Keith Lee in that video. So. We did. We did. Where do you. And how by do the you way. See this point. Yeah. And hats off to Keith Lee in that triple threat match he did with Johnny Gagano and Finn Balor. That's a hell of a way to close a match. When oh yeah, the we way didn't actually that, get to wrap that up. That's oh right. man, the way he finished that, you know, he gave the uh, what's that? The Big Bang. He gave the Big yeah. Bang to Johnny, and he's going for the pin. And you see Balor climbing up to the top rope, getting ready to drop his finishing move, uh, the coup de grace. Coup de grace, and. You see, as he as Keith Lee has Johnny Gargano pinned, you see as he kind of rolls up and he looks up and he sees Finn Balor coming down. So he immediately gets up, get out of the way. And then uh, Finn Balor does the coup de grace on Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. And then Keith Lee picks up Finn Balor, hit him with the big bang. It's over. One, two, three. I'm like, wow. He took him out. He took both of them out. He took both of them out. Yeah. That was something. That was yeah. a strong, strong win. So, strong. yeah, man, kudos, kudos on on the book. Balor took the L. I can have the balls that. to have the. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like to to it takes guts. It takes cojones for for sure to have you know this matchup for just to have the match and know that somebody has to eat the pin, right? Yeah. And so, but then to take it a step further and say Keith Lee is going to take both of them out and he's going to pin Balor. Yes. Like, that was huge. Because he's already pinned Johnny. Yeah. But it was pretty definitive to say, I'm the guy (laughs) that should be fighting this matchup. Because now he beat Balor. 
Yeah. Like, wow. Talk about putting somebody over. So, man. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm, I'm curious, like, what are your thoughts on how you think this match is going to take place? Like, how do you how do you see the the finish potentially happening for Adam Cole to get the victory? Oh, I've, I've already mentioned this before, I think, a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, how I see this kind of unfolding with uh, the match between Keith Lee and Adam Cole. Now you're going to interject Karrion Cross, and he has unfinished business with Keith Lee, since Keith Lee was the one to break carrying across hourglass. So I believe he will be the one to be some type of distraction. I'm hoping that maybe it's one of the distractions that he's just there. You know, he doesn't get involved, but maybe he he's at ringside and and he has his eyes locked on Keith Lee and Keith Lee gets distracted like that. And then uh and then Adam Cole's able to take advantage you know, and get and get the win. So I, I and get the win like that. I'll be more cool with that win like that instead of you know, carrying cross, getting involved, doing some type of finishing move, and kind of water downing the moment for Adam Cole. Mm. Okay, so just purely just a distraction, but not necessarily getting involved. Right. All right. Um, so, so that's good because I wanted to see how you saw this going because I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing how Adam Cole is going to do this, given everything that we've seen from Keith Lee. Like the way that Keith Lee just beat Johnny and Finn Balor, and you know that video kind of put into perspective everything that Keith Lee, the role that he has been on, and I'm thinking to myself, okay. If this matchup was one-on-one, no interruptions, no interference whatsoever, man, I'm sorry. Keith Lee is winning this matchup. If there's nothing, if there's if it's clean, they just they bar everyone from ringside and you have it be straight up, Keith Lee's winning this matchup. But I have I would say there's probably zero chance that nobody interferes at all. I feel like there will be some kind of interference at some point in this matchup. Whether it's undisputed, whether it's carrying cross or whoever, I think that somehow some people are going to get involved to at least, like you said, be a distraction. All right. Now, if there's a distraction from the undisputed era, and you know they're doing what they typically do, right? They're you know trying to mess with Keith Lee with behind the referee's back. I still feel like that won't be enough, and that Keith Lee would end up winning this matchup because, again, with everything Keith Lee has done with everything he's been through i feel like he can you know the four of them you know even if it is all four because it, it you know it might we haven't seen kyle in a while so yeah. maybe it's not i think all he's four. still hurt so he's still hurt okay yeah, yeah. so it probably won't be him but no. let's let's just say you know bobby roddy and adam cole right mm-hmm. so with those two helping adam cole i still feel like the way that they've built keith lee he still wins that matchup and then you say carrying cross, and I and and I that's where it gets kind of dicey for me because for me I see this going one of two ways: either carrying cross lets this match finish, or carrying cross interferes, and I think he he basically messes with both of them. I don't think he's gonna either he's picking Adam Cole or he's picking both of them in terms of like who to destroy. So we won't get a finish to the match. Well, so that, so hear me out in terms of trying to think this through because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm basically running through all the different scenarios that I'm <laughs> seeing happen. Like, you know, with Karrion Cross, 
even though I know that you don't want to see that, and in a way, I kind of I would love to see a clean like um, you know matchup where it finishes and we do get a definitive winner here. Um, there is a chance that they don't finish this matchup. You know, there is a chance because yeah. the triple threat there is money there, and this is free TV, and like you know to have it be a triple threat. You know, between Karrion Cross, between Adam Cole, you know, and Keith Lee makes a lot of sense in terms of the, the, the big money matchup and just letting that happen on a, on a pay-per-view versus on free TV giving us the finish. Um, so I, I'm torn on whether or not this is going to finish or not. Now, I'll say this. I'm going to make two predictions, right? My one prediction is I feel like. Damian Priest, or not Damian Priest, my God, Karrion Cross. <laughs> that carry, that Damian Priest is going to come out and ruin this whole thing. No. <laughs> I will live forever. I will live forever and ruin this match. Um, <laughs> Karrion Cross, I think Karrion Cross uh, gets involved in this matchup and it does lead to a triple threat. And I think if that happens, I think Karrion Cross is actually going to be the person that's going to be the double champ. Right? So that's that's one side. The other side is, let's say that doesn't happen. Let's say they, we do get a finish. We do get a pinfall. Mm-hmm. I think it's Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee's going to win. And I told myself I wasn't going to pick God. against Adam Cole until he went against Finn Balor. But there's something about the way they've been building Keith Lee that just make, I just have a hard time even visualizing Adam Cole getting a pinfall on Keith Lee. It like, won't I'm, be clean, though. We know this, right? Even, even like, with heel tactics, with help, I'm having a hard time buying that Keith Lee can't overcome that because he's overcome everything. Okay. Like, and, so and so just, let's break this down, your, your two options. Your, your second option is we don't get a finish. All right. Right. I, I and, and honestly, about that. I actually I'm, thought about leading, that option. Yeah. And I, and, and I thought, like, I don't see them doing that because they're going against AEW. So you're going to do this on your main event match when you have another wrestling program doing a, another main event match, which you're most likely going to get a finish to, and you want to give us a none finish for this. I was like, so that's how I, my brain was thinking about that when I actually thought about that scenario. Like, would they actually point. do a no, a no finish? I'm like, no, they wouldn't. All right, so the other option, you saying – Keith Lee is gonna win. Hmm, that's that's I have an issue right there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have an issue because it's Adam Cole. I understand. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what the issue lies right there. Hmm, Adam Cole losing a title, American Bash, but shit. I'm, I, I just made the point about going against AEW. Why we? That would be shock factor, shock factor right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is that, too. And I'm not even factoring that in. That, yeah. you know, something that would get people to turn away from AEW would be a title change. That's true. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm even looking outside of that and just looking at Great American Bash as its own thing. But you're making great points in terms of, like, the likelihood that we don't get a finish given that they're going head-to-head with uh, AEW, and more than likely, these things are both. Well, we we know AEW was already taped, so that that's that's done. Uh, Great American Bash is that tape for sure, or is that live? That was taped as well. 
Okay, so both of them technically are out there. So somehow, some, somewhere, some people know what happened, and the, that information could be leaked. So also, too, um, you know, note to everybody, watch for spoilers, or, you know, yeah. just, if you don't want to get spoiled, just be careful when you're Googling mm-hmm. for, you know, NXT, Great American Bash, and AEW Fighter Fest, because, right. yeah, that's almost ran into a couple spoilers. You don't want to get spoiled, right, it's yeah. not fun. It was like, nope, when nope, you don't want to see you get it. spoiled. Yeah. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, you're bringing up great points when it comes to the head to head with AEW and, and the likelihood for a finish. So I would lean more towards there would be a finish only because of a fighter fest, you know, if fighter fest wasn't going on, I think I'd lean more heavily on there not being a finish. Cause I really do believe Karrion Cross is getting ready to be a double champion or at least be a big factor in who becomes a the 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 next double champion so um but yeah man i just keith lee i don't know it 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 just feels like this is getting ready to happen where adam cole is just not gonna have an answer for keith lee like he's been on this rope go ahead but we know karen cross is getting involved though man that but that your point but that promo was alluding too hard of you know who he has in this picture. Like, he has Adam Cole, but he has Keith Lee, and Keith Lee was the last image he had. But to your point, though, like, okay, so if you don't see Karrion Cross actually getting involved in the matchup, like, you know, getting in the ring and doing his finisher to Keith Lee or to Adam Cole, and he's just there, like his presence is there, or the hourglass is there, or Scarlet is there, that's, I don't think that's enough to to distract Keith Lee and cause him to lose because it's just it's still like okay so we get the last shot when he's not when he's got his back turned like I just I don't think that's gonna be enough to get Keith Lee. That's a back to think, the head move. Why would that not be enough for Keith Lee? Because it's just because it's Keith Lee, man. Like he's <laughs> taken so much already. Like this man has been in the ring with with Brock Lesnar. You know, like he's, it just he has been building him to be a, just a, just the a Hulk, basically. Yeah. Like like it's just hard to to see a normal human doing a normal human act and taking him out. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just a seems probable doing a normal human act. <laughs> it just that's what it just seems like. A man. regular like a regular human. <laughs> he's gonna need he's gonna need to go super saiyan you know he's gonna have to find that within himself to just be like all right i gotta i gotta level up somehow some way i gotta maybe find he a will way. maybe he will i'm not going against adam cole i i believe wholeheartedly he's gonna keep his championship i learned the first time you know ne- never go against adam cole and i would not do that i would not do that again uh against him man because he i think he's gonna not think i know he's gonna beat you know, uh, Keith Lee, especially if Karen Cross get involved. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I and, and I've been going back and forth because I felt like you know when we when this first got announced, yeah. it felt like Adam Cole was gonna win the matchup. Like he was, you know, when they first said, "Hey, you know, there's gonna be this triple threat," and then we're gonna do winner take all. I'm like, mm. and I and it, this was before I think it was mentioned it was gonna be Great American Bash when they just said, you know, this 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 match was going to happen. I thought it was just going to be a regular NXT show. So I'm like, you well, know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't see Adam Cole losing on, on a non-pay-per-view, you know, that championship. I just, I just had a hard time seeing that. But then they're competing with Firefest. They turned it into Great American Bash. 
Like, it's technically a pay-per-view now, and they're putting a lot of hype behind it. You know, like, they gave it a, a little bit of time to breathe, too, because this happened two weeks ago where we had the the um, triple threat match. And then this week, they, they hyped it up, so there's a little bit more build. Mm-hmm. And seeing that video, I'm like, this feels like if Adam Cole lost here, Adam Cole doesn't lose anything here. You know, he doesn't lose, like... You know, like, I don't feel like, oh, my God, like, he, how, did, how could they do that to Adam Cole? You know, but if it was just regular NXT television, I'd be like, yeah, that's weird. Like, why would he, <laughs> why would they do that? You know, he's had such a historic run. Why would you have him lose it on just a regular show? But this isn't normal. And this is not a normal opponent. And it's for everything. Like, man, it's, this is. And I think Keith Lee is the kryptonite because he's the uh, one that ended the, the <laughs> he ended the prophecy too, you know, because North American Championship, who do you beat? He beat Roddy. And that was the first guy from Undisputed Era to lose that belt, to lose a, lose a piece of the, the prophecy, to lose some gold. So, and it's only yeah, fitting man. that Adam Cole will be there to reclaim that North American and put it back under the Undisputed umbrella. It, That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Being but the now first remember he double champ. And it's only right for that. The longest rating, you know, and to, to be the first two double champ, that's that's just that just goes hand in hand. Yeah, but I mean it it might also be a little too good, like too much for Adam Cole. They might be like, let's spread this out. Uh, they uh, might say that. That's how you be the greatest champ, the greatest yeah. NXT wrestler of all time, is having that accolade right next to it. That would be cool. I, I'm not disagreeing that it would be cool and that that would do that, but I'm also thinking, like, do they want to just, like, I feel like with some of these accolades, what sometimes happens is they spread it out. They spread out certain things. Like, they'll give this person the longest reigning, you know, IC champ or longest reigning North American champ, but then this person here has, you know, they're a Grand Slam winner, and this other person here, you know, will, you know, be the only person to do X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's rare that you have one person be the only person to do, like, everything, you know? And for for this, like, it'd be a cool way to kind of put over... Um, Keith Lee to say, okay, yeah, Adam Cole, he's the longest reigning NXT champion, but Keith Lee is the first guy to hold the North American and the NXT championship at the same time, just to let you kind of give both guys kudos like that. You know, like, I just, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. So you think they're going to share the wealth, huh? No. Not even share, the, but just like, this is Adam Cole's had his. Yeah. Now. I get it. Keith Lee is going to get his. Yeah, because you got Johnny Gargano, Triple Crown winner. Yep. You have, well, not Balor anymore, the longest NXT. You know, that doesn't have that title anymore. That lost Well, because, so you have, um, who was it? Like Velveteen Dream, I think, was the longest reigning North American champion. And then, yeah, Adam Cole, NXT champion. Like you said, Triple Crown, Johnny Gargano. Um, Finn Balor has the most takeover wins. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Sp- it's the most takeover wins. Right. Takeover wins. Yeah, it's like the most. You know, they they've spread it out for the most part amongst everybody, but not for Adam Cole. Adam Cole is different. That's, <laughs> that's Triple H main man right there. That's who he calls upon. Man, you know, I get it. Yeah, Keith Lee. He, I, he he is the man. I, I definitely see it. And man, he made a hell of a statement in that triple uh, in that triple bout. Man, that was that was definitely. Uh, so you get that seeing, seeing and believing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I got Adam Cole. 
Hey, man. Hey, I, I did not. I, I didn't even want to have there be any kind of question as to whether or not you were picking Adam Cole. I, I already know. Anyone listening already knows where you come from, you know, with when it comes to Adam Cole. Like, you know, that's that's your guy. Like, it totally makes sense. Um, it's just and, and part of me wanted to stick to, hey, until he goes against Finn Balor. I can't pick against them because it just feels like the, the Shayna Baszler thing is happening you know, with Adam Cole, where every time you feel like this is a situation where he may lose, they find a way one way or another, whether it's, you know, straight up that, you know, Shayna was winning clean or whether some shenanigans happen and somehow, some way, you know, she won. Like if this were a cage match or a ladder match or something like that, okay, you know, there's, there's a way out. He has to pin Keith Lee and, Keith Lee is on this crazy run right now. Like, oh boy, it's just, <laughs> it's tough, man. I, I really tried. I really tried to see Adam Cole winning this match. But when I look at it, I'm just having a hard time visualizing it. And even though, yes, Keith Lee st- you know, was the one that destroyed that that uh, the hourglass. Yes. I mean, Adam Cole was the person that, that Karrion Cross went after first. And then they brought him up again. Like, I don't know. And and that <laughs> so, part of it, you know, when you bring up Karrion Cross, that brings me to, you know, it could be neither of these guys. It could be Karrion Cross is the dude that ends up being the first ever double champion in NXT. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun watching this matchup and seeing what happens because there's just so many in my eyes. I can see so many different possibilities There's so many ways this can go. And it just makes it fun. It just makes it fun. Hey, Adam Cole, could he win? Absolutely. I can't even put like a percentage chance, man. I would put it at probably like my my confidence in Keith Lee. I would probably say it'd be at like, I don't know, 55 to 60 percent, mm. you know, when like. Adam Cole's on that other side, forty to forty-five percent. Like, I, it's it's. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You giving Adam Cole the forty-five percent? Yeah, I just picked Keith Lee, uh, okay. <laughs> so of course it's gonna have to be. Uh, yeah, between the two, if I'm giving, well, I guess, like, yeah, if I give, you know, um, Keith Lee say fifty-five percent chance, yeah, I got to give Adam Cole forty-five because, or I should say this that fifty-five <laughs> percent Keith Lee. Let's give forty percent to Adam Cole and then five percent <laughs> to Karrion Cross because I think there's a chance, man, that Karrion Cross at the end of it we're talking about the double champion being Karrion Cross <laughs> after all this. Um, so you got five percent no finish then, basically. That's what yeah. you're calling it. Yeah, yeah. Just a five percent botch. You want to call it like that? (laughs) It would have been. (laughs) It would have been bigger too if it wasn't the Great American Bash. If they didn't give this a pay per view theme and they weren't competing against AEW, I would say that the chances are higher that we don't get a finish. But yeah, I think that the the likelihood is they want to show up AEW so we get a finish. But yeah, man, Keith Lee title change end of the historic run of Adam Cole. Yeah, I want to see that before I see what happens with. With, um, gosh, Chris Jericho, you know, in his matchup against Orange Cassidy, as great as that is. But, <laughs> dang, man, like, come on. I'm watching. No that. lie. Watching <laughs> NXT first, and, and if Adam went, if Adam Cole loses, that can just pretty much ruin my AEW experience. Like, just, <laughs> just like, watch this shit right now. Just not in the mood to watch Chris Jericho and... <laughs> 
Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And they've had a great buildup and a great feud. But, yeah, man, if they do that, it's like, well, that's it. I, I need a break. <laughs> I need some time to, to actually comprehend what just happened. Yeah. So, you know. It's, it's a brilliant move by by um, by Vince and by Triple H and all of them involved. Like. Yeah, Vince is now involved. I forget about that shit. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh, so before we finish this up, too. So you were mentioning there was a match that made you think that Vince had his fingerprints all over it. Was it the, the strap match you were talking about? No, it wasn't a strap match. It was actually the Robert Stone and Aaliyah Oh, match. that one. Yeah, because yeah. it just felt a little bit too... You know, a little bit too comedic. Normally, what NXT would do for a, a pay-per-view-esque show. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That is kind of Vince McMahon-ish. I mean, again, that one was just kind of a joke. So that, that type of comedy act that they do there, that's not usually, that they did there, that's not usually a WWE th- or NXT thing. That's more of a WWE thing. So I agree. I agree with that. That did feel a little bit more Vince McMahon-like. Um, but then, I mean, we did... we. It was a it was a good show though overall, you know, even saying that. Like, yeah, that one, you know, hiccup in, in your eyes, you know, for me was just like, whatever, they're just having fun. Like, I still, you know, really enjoyed this card. If Vince McMahon is truly involved in this, so far it hadn't been too bad, but you know, we'll see. Hey, now, if there is no finish, <laughs> then yeah, Vince McMahon's fingerprints might be on that one too, because I could see that happening. I can yeah. see that happening also under a, in a Vince McMahon world because again, this is not a money show. This is free TV. I don't know if Vince gives this away on free TV. I think he, you know, I think he saves it. Says, okay, you know, we got to build this up. You know, we 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 wet the appetite and then we go ahead. And, you know, we get the money. You know, <laughs> what are you doing, son? You just don't <laughs> give this away for free? No, no money. No, no. Exactly. <laughs> Vince is about his money. So absolutely, man. I can see I can see there being a no finish with Vince at the helm. So yeah, I give it I give it ten percent now. I'm gonna go from five percent to ten percent chance that we get a, a no finish. Alright, so since we have reached the end, let me ask you this. Yep, yep. Alright. Who would you give night one to? Would you give it to Fighter Fest or the Great American Bash? Um man. Interesting. Um, I mean, I always, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm always partial to NXT. You know, so it's it's kind of hard to to say Fighter Fest off the top of my head. I'll say that the um, I love that tag match main event. Um, I just wished I wish Best Friends would have won, yeah. but it was still a great but the match. match. Was right, the wrestling was yeah. still. Oh man. But then you got Io and Sasha on that main event too. Yeah, that's man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I just instinctively I lean towards NXT. Um, I'd have to look at it a little bit closer to see. Maybe um, that, that'll be a good thing to do a comparison on. So the next time we do this, it'll be um, we'll be putting them together and putting Great American Bash nights one and two against Fighter Fest nights one and two overall. You know, so with that, what I'll what I'll I'll just do a better comparison and kind of see, and I think it'll be good because then we'll have the complete showing. It may not be fair because we don't got we don't have the Moxley um, matchup, you know, in this, so their their championship's not going to be on the line for Fighter Fest. But right. you know, we'll see. Um, I don't know. For me though, I kind of lean towards NXT because overall, I just you know from beginning to end, I, I 
I really, I just enjoy that that show so much. And it's, I love Fighter Fest too, but I just usually lean NXT. Ah, okay, okay. I I will I will go with AEW, man. I'll give it night okay. one to AEW. I enjoyed it. You know the whole. Uh, I, I like the aesthetics, man. I think it, it was better than NXT as well. Uh, just being outside and you got the pyro, and then the wrestling, of course, was was man was pretty good. You had the sheet up and LV Ford. The, then you had uh, Private Party and Santino Ortiz, and you had the tag match between, like you said, Kenny Omega, uh, and then against who was it? Uh, Best Friends. Yep. I, I thought yeah, they yeah. had the better wrestling on their side. Well, I mean, the one glaring issue for me with with um, AEW is that that finish for the TNT Championship, like that that still just bothers me the way that that ended. The match was great before that, but then that ending I just didn't like. Um, just looking at this card again, just to see, um, you know, you got um, yeah MJF and Wardlow versus Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. That was a fun matchup. Yep. Um, you had let's see. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus uh, Penelope Ford. That was a great matchup. Um, yeah, it's it was a, it was a great show. It was a great show, man. I mean, I feel like it's it's kind of hard just to you know on thinking about both of them just to pick a pick a winner out of the two because I just had so much fun with both. And like I said, I usually just lean towards NXT. Uh, typically, it's my favorite brand, you know. So whenever they put on the show, I'm the most you know, amped up for that for any wrestling show, Raw, SmackDown, and AEW, all considered. Um, and like, like I said, with with even the the strap match, like I, I was feeling anxious, you know, getting ready for that matchup because I was just like, wow, like Roddy's gonna really have to, you know, be linked up with this dude. Like this is gonna be nuts, you know. And I was so engaged in that story. And then we had the return of Sasha and Bailey against Io, and then Asuka came out. I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. And then we get the the opening matchup, the the four way match with you know with all those women in there too. I was just like, man, they're this is just a great showcase overall for them. Um, you know, it's and then even uh, only Lorkin, you know, which with Thatcher, I mean, like, Thatcher. such a hard hitting yeah. matchup, man. Like it was as a match, like because again, promo work aside, you know, the match itself was just awesome. It was awesome. So there's just no complaints from me for for this show. And yeah, the the Rhea Ripley matchup again. I just looked at that as yeah. a joke. It was just a joke of a matchup. It's <laughs> fine. I kind of throw that out. You know, like it just was what it was. There was no title on the line. It, it would have made a big difference if that was supposed to be a title match. I would have been. Mm. I would have been pissed. Like that would have just <laughs> put it over the top for me to where AEW just automatically wins because of that. Right. It would have happened. Being real. But um, yeah, I, I I lean towards NXT for night one, but it's it's damn close, man. It's like you know if we're doing four out of five stars, probably I would say Great American Bash overall. I probably just give it a solid four point. I say I say nah, it's tough, man. Like four point two five, and then NXT AEW would have been like four point two four. You know what I'm saying? Like something really? stupid like that. I would have gave just it, that close. See, with me, AEW gets the five. And then NXT four point five. Yeah, I can't. I can't give it. I can't give either one of them. I don't think get a five. It was just because I I'd rather have a. Finish it wasn't like with, takeover level, you know, like. But I rather have a finish like with I think with me, 
how the finish didn't work for you, like how it just kind of threw you out, threw you off the whole Jake Hager and and Cody Rhodes. That's how I felt about the comedy match between Robert Stone and Rhea Ripley. You know, just that that match kind of just took my probably was up there with AEW. It took it and it dropped you to a four point five now. And then, you know what, I think it was more entertaining on, on AEW anyway, too, because you had Chris Jericho, who was pretty good on commentary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Chris Jericho's great. Like, he's awesome. You yeah. know, Chris Jericho is, is just, any time he's on commentary, he's amazing. Um, but then, like, you're competing with, you know, Moro, who's freaking awesome all oh, the yeah. time in commentary, too. And I'm not even, you know, when I'm doing the comparison, to be honest, I'm not think, I was not thinking about commentary at all. I'm just thinking about... You know how I felt watching both shows and with NXT and again I'm I'm trying to be as honest as possible. Like I'm usually partial to NXT because it just NXT for, for some I just I just love this brand. You know, so it's it's not completely um like you know impartial, you know, when I'm making this pick. It's just whenever an NXT show happens, I just get the most excited about NXT because it's just it it's it, it, it to me, even before AEW became a thing, like NXT was the one show that I could trust. Like, hey, we're gonna have great matches, and the takeovers are awesome. So it's like, you know, you give me an NXT show, and I'm just like getting hyped up right from the jump. Yeah. With AEW, sometimes I feel like, you know, a lot of the taxi matches definitely are awesome, but then sometimes the singles matches, you know, leave something to be desired. So I'm I'm sometimes not always as excited like sometimes i'm actually worried about some of those singles matches with aew you know unless like kenny omega's there or hangout <laughs> page is there or like some of those big yeah. names you know um so yeah it's, it's just it's one of those things like I, I, I again just being fully honest usually i'm gonna lean nxt there's been times though where aew has clearly won it to me and this time it's like i felt really good about both shows it's hard to even pick you know, I almost don't want to pick a show between the two because I just enjoyed both of them. But for me, you know, I, I actually felt something with NXT. NXT. So you're picking like NXT? Felt, yeah, they, it just it just got me. It got me <laughs> in the right. gut. The, the, the <laughs> fact that they made me care about Roddy's health and, and well-being in that matchup nice. is like the, the thing that puts it over the top for me with that one. Oh, nice. AEW, man, awesome show, too. Awesome show. All right, all right, yeah. AEW with me, man. You know how, how I'm voting. You hey, know. man, that's but next week, agree to disagree. Most, but next week or next night, weeknight, most likely that would change because of the main event match of who, of yours that's, truly, who will be included. I don't think it'll be fair next week. I don't think it'll be fair <laughs> because once Adam uh, Cole was there, that's where you become impartial. Like, you, you're not impartial. You you are you lean towards Adam Cole, and there's no way Adam Cole is gonna have a bad match. So yeah, it's just it's just what it is. We know you're gonna pick NXT when it comes to next week. Like bias, but what? Yeah, no, no you'll, yeah, you'll be biased. <laughs> but it's fine. But yeah, we will we will uh, compare these two shows uh, and these two two night events next week. We'll do a special episode for that, so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, man, uh, any final thoughts on Great American Bash Night One before we call it an episode? I like it. It was a good uh, TV special, if you want to call that, for American Bash, and I can't wait for Night Two for Adam Cole and Keith Lee. See what type of match they're gonna put on for us. Yeah, man. I, I 
couldn't agree more. I'm I was really I just enjoyed it so much. Again, just you know, thank you to Roddy and 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 uh, to the whole crew and Dexter for making me feel something in this <laughs> episode, man. Because like I said, I was I was shocked. I was like, wow, man, why am I feeling so anxious for this? So it was great. Uh, shout out to all four women involved in that four way match. Uh, they did a great job. Uh, Tegan Tegan uh, Knox, especially uh, the winner of that matchup. Uh, congrats to that, and looking forward to seeing when she gets to cash in that number one contendership and get a shot at the title. Um, special main event that we got with uh, Sasha and Io dream matchup. Just what a great match to have. The return of Bailey and the return of Asuka as well to NXT. Just awesome. Um, and yeah, man, next week. Or in a couple of days now, um, we're going to get a treat with this main event between Adam Cole and Keith Lee. Will the reign, will the longest NXT championship reign continue? Or will Adam Cole be forced to bask in the glory of Keith Lee? Mm. Or will both of them have to fall and pray? We'll see. Scarlet. Tick tock. Tick tock. <laughs> TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, Devin, tell the people where they can hear us. <laughs> I like that good segue, man. Good, good, good. You're learning, sir. You're learning. <laughs> oh, man. But before I get started, I just want to, I just say, I will say, we just want to say a big shout out to the other podcasts like Half K Podcast, Wrestle Bread, Top Rope, The Hard Side Camera. You know, I'm trying to think uh, off of memory. I didn't write these down, but I just want to say, you know, go listen to these awesome uh, podcasts. They got great info. They have great wrestling minds. You know, we, we got to know these podcasts because I, I personally listen to these episodes. So I'm always learning even some new stuff that we I might have missed, you know, during our podcast. They pointed out, too. So go go check them out, you know. And but to us. Yeah. Check out TikTok. You know, check out our TikTok page. Always can follow us. That is Clark underscore street underscore wrestling. That TikTok page is literally blowing up. I think we have over 30,000 views. And yeah, yeah. I got more views than my daughters. And they've been on TikTok for, for a while. They put me on. They put their dad on. And I, now I have more followers than they have and they're like Ooh. how did that happen dad i'm like i don't know <laughs> you know i guess people just love wrestling <laughs> i'm putting good information out there for tiktok all right but anyways you can always check us out on instagram too it has the same name as our tiktok name and uh always check it out on twitter that is clark underscore wrestling and you can always listen to us to our plethora of library of episodes on your popular major podcast app you'd like to listen to it could be anchor it could be uh the apple podcast app uh, iheart got breaker it's a lot of them whatever your major podcast app you'd like to listen to search for clark street you can find us right there and with that said that is gonna do it for this recap of nxt the gold standard and the great american bash night one tune in next week for night two's recap but for now that's gonna do it for devin i'm a feast we'll catch you guys next time peace all right guys thanks for listening to the clark street wrestling podcast